the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Jesus has a life of joy, a life of peace, a life of, of greatness. Listen, the life Jesus gives fits well. The life Jesus gives is his yoke. The life Jesus gives is his yoke of submission, and that will fit you so very, very well. Actually, some of you, the life you're living now doesn't really fit well, and you're galled by it. Come to the Lord Jesus today and allow him to bless you. Tired or just plain worn out today? I know I am. Well, you've come to the right place to receive words of encouragement from Pastor Jack Morris based on the Word of God and the truths found in it. Let's go hear the message for today, Rest for the Weary. God wants to lift us up today. There is so much pressure and stress on the people of God, on everybody, on the people of God also. And you're experiencing it as well as I'm experiencing it. But there's rest for the weary. The Lord says, come to me. What an invitation, like no other. Come to me, all you who are weary and are heavy laden. And the promise is, I will give you rest. Friend, there's rest for you. There's peace for you. God's going to bring a blessing of rest to your soul. Now, as you hear the word in the sanctuary, as you hear the word, The Word's going to come forth, enter into your mind, into your heart, into your emotions, and you're going to experience God's peace. Come with me into the sanctuary now. Okay, let's take a Bible, your Bible that you brought with you, or one from the pew rack, and hold it up and say, this is the Word of God. God. Just to think that we have it in our hand and in our heart. Now let's put it over our heart and you pray this prayer after me. Father God, I thank you for your word. Inspired and written by the Holy Spirit. For my salvation and edification. Bless your word to my heart today. Give me an open mind and open heart to hear and receive. I pray in Jesus' name. name. Amen. Amen. Look at verse 28. Would you put that on the screen for me, please? Verse 28. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Well, just take your Bible. You have your Bible with you? Okay. We're going to read it in unison. Matthew 11, 28. Together. Come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, those are some of the most tender 
and appealing words ever spoken. I mean, ever spoken at any other time in all the world. And they come from Jesus himself. Now, Jesus makes a great promise here. Uh, I mean, is, is he just playing on words? Uh, is he teasing us? Uh, is this a sort of a cat and mouse thing? Or, or does he, listen, or does he really mean that he's going to give us rest if we come to him? Does he really mean that? Well, if so, why are we so weary, confused, perplexed, and going through all the difficulties that we go through? Jesus keeps his promises. Jesus' word is true. And these words and this promise of Jesus, I believe by the power of the Holy Spirit, is going to come alive today in your heart and in my heart. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. I know there are some weary and burdened people. Weary simply means I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I don't know why I'm tired. Maybe I do know why I'm tired. But I'm just weary. I'm weary with life, the home life, the family life, my job, just living. I can't maybe put my finger on anything. But life has just worn me down. Any of you ever feel that way? Okay. Uh, three of you and, and myself. <laughs> That's happened to three of you and to me. Life can be wearisome and very, very difficult. This is an invitation like no other. And as I said, Jesus gives it. Now, here is the thing that perplexes me about this invitation. That God would know about our weariness. Now think about that. Some are weary and tired, and we don't know about it. You haven't shared that. And that's okay. You, you, you may be hiding it, and you're, you don't look weary and tired, but in your mind and in your heart and your emotions, you're just drained, just drained. But God knows about it. But here, here's the part that, that perplexes me. Why should God bother he knows about it. Why should he be so concerned about me and you? And why should he bother? The only answer I have for such as that is that's the way God is. He just cares, loves us, ministers to us. He knows what life is like because Jesus came and experienced life. And Jesus told the Father all about it. He knows right where we are and what we're going through. So now he has given us this beautiful invitation to come to him. And he said, if we come to him, he's going to do something. So let's, let's do this. Let's RSVP this morning. He says, come to me. When? Right now. We don't have to wait till next week or wait till we get home or wait to another service where we might be a little more excited or a little more ex inspired. But he says, come to me. He didn't say in the morning on Sunday or uh, in, on Monday or Tuesday. He just says, come to me. Come to me. Wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever your experience, just, just come on to me. Now, who is to receive this invitation? He says, come to me. Say it again. All you who are weary and burdened, everyone, no one is excluded from this. 
Everyone receives this invitation. I think of teenagers, young adults, middle-aged, elderly. Everyone receives this invitation. Not, not just some. I, I think, let me talk just a little bit about some of these people and age groups that I've just mentioned. Now, we'll go back and start with the teenagers. Do you know since the year 2012, teenage depression and anxiety has been on the rise? It somewhat plateaued up until about 2012. But now teenage depression and anxiety is moving higher. It's on the rise. It's, uh, suicide is the uh, second uh, cause of death among teenagers. They don't know how to cope. They're weary. They're tired. They haven't even grown up yet. They haven't really experienced life. But life has already impacted them in such a negative way. Already. Sometimes we can look at their grades, uh, their family life, it may be coming, the difficulty may be coming from. Uh, relationships are very, very important to teenagers. Uh, the, 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 they just don't know how to cope. Not long ago, well, it has been a little while ago, a, a, a couple, a married couple, father and a mother, brought a teenage daughter to see me. They go to another church somewhere. And uh, that girl, I wouldn't have known she was just depressed. I had no idea from her appearance. And she smiled easily. A very attractive young girl, about 14, maybe 15. And um, they brought her in because she was cutting herself. She would take a knife and she'd cut her stomach or cut her side or cut her. And, and we found out later that this is going on among particularly girls they're cutting themselves, and we're trying to find out, why, why did they do that? And we're discovering that they say that when they cut themselves and they bleed just a little bit, not a whole lot, but just a little bit, it gives them immediate relief, uh, and it takes the pressure off. They say it only, it'll only last for seconds, these girls will say, only for seconds, but for those seconds, it's worth it. They get at least a few seconds relief. There are weary people in this world, people who are really hurting, and it's starting even with our teenagers. And then I think of the young adults. They're weary. Some of them have just recently been married, and now they're having to adjust to their spouse's way of life. You really you don't know anybody until you marry them, right? <laughs> and they're having to adjust to her family, adjust to his family. All these adjustments and all these changes, they can be very difficult. Some people are very rigid, and it's very, very difficult. They want to adjust, but the rigidness that is there. They, then they have a, a new job or a new career. They're trying to adjust there. They're trying to work hard, putting in a lot of hours, trying to get ahead. That's impacting their family life. It, it's weary. It, it's burdensome uh, for them. But they're trying very hard. But then we move on to the, the, the and, and then after they adjust to marriage and they adjust to the, the, his family and her family and he's making the, and she's making the adjustment to their jobs, they think they've adjusted. Then a baby is born. And then adjustments start all over again. Life is full of adjustments. There's things that are happening all the time that are not seen but are trying to emotionally and spiritually upset us and move us off of track, cause us to get off schedule and jump the rails, 
just can't make the progress. How about the middle-aged person? Oh, they've made it, haven't they? Ha. No. Many a middle-aged people, their marriage has plateaued. The excitement isn't there again. Now they're having to make an adjustment to this phase of living and to married life all over again. They're having to make adjustment because the kids are going to college or, or they've left home to, for jobs or they've gone other places. Some of the middle-aged people are looking at some of their friends who have made great adjustments. They've succeeded in their career and uh, now some of the middle-aged people are looking at their friends who have su succeeded and they're envying them. The middle-aged person thinking, I should have saved more money for retirement. Certainly by now, at this stage of my living, I should be getting that promotion. I should be well along in, in my... And so there's that weariness uh, that, that has come. How about the elderly? Elderly people with physical problems they never had before and now they're having to make adjustments. They can't move, they can't go, they, they can't do like they had one time. Some of their friends have died and passed on. They grieve for them. Some of their friends are experiencing some of the same pains and so they can't get together and fellowship. Some of them are having some financial problems. Friends, weariness. We're, we're talking about life. How are we going to cope? Jesus has the answer. He says, come to me. Amen. Hey, have you heard in your heart this morning, has the Holy Spirit brought the very voice of Jesus down to you? You haven't heard anything with your, with your ear. You haven't heard that. You're hearing my voice. But in your heart, you, there's an invitation. There's a pull. Jesus is calling you. Come to me. Come to me, teenager. Come to me, young adult. Come to me, middle age. Come to me, elderly. And then I, I want to go on. How about the the other categories that I'm not going to go into any detail, but how about the, 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 the singles, the divorced, the widows, the widowers, the sick, the ill, the permanently handicapped? Friend, life can be cruel. Life can be difficult. Life can be hard. But we have a Savior, and we have an invitation, but we are not RSVPing to it. But today we can come to the Savior, and He's here to help us. What a savior. Do you know you're loved? That God is with you? That he cares for you? Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation, live in-person services are now available for you to attend every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. If you choose to join us virtually for the live service, Simply go to LargoCC.org at 9 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live at the top of the homepage. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. There's a devotional book, and many of you already know about it. It's entitled Jesus Calling. And here's one of the devotions in it. And it's like, the devotion is like Jesus is doing the talking. Listen to him. He's talking to each one of us this morning. I am with you. Wow. You know, that's staggering. When that really truth grips your heart, I am with you. Heaven's bells are ringing. Some people never hear those bells. Their mind and heart earthbound. Only see and aware of the troubles around them. Others only hear those bells once or twice in a lifetime. Jesus said, listen. 
my sheep hear my voice. That's the bell that's ringing today. And if you're hearing that voice in his holy name, in Jesus' name, respond. Respond. Because he has a gift for you. Now, here's the promise. The promise is, I and I will give you rest. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. That's the authorized version. In the NIV, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Come to me, come to me. Friend, you need to say in your heart right now, Jesus, I come. We sang, just as I am, without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me. For me, for me it was shed. For me this invitation comes, and I'm hearing it, and I'm responding to it. I will come. Now, friend, Jesus is not minimizing life's sorrows, burdens, and troubles. He's not saying, hey, it's all in your mind. No, it isn't all in your mind. It's for real. You're under great pressure. Life has pressured and bent you down spiritually and emotionally. You're not the up, happy, excited, tiptoe living person. No, you're bent today inside, not outside necessarily, but inside. But Jesus has the answer and he's inviting you to come. I will give you rest. It, it's for real. Life is real. Problems are real. Sickness is real. Cancer is real. Heart problems are real. Finances are real. Marriage problems are real. These are real problems. But friends, you have a real Jesus, a real Savior with a real promise and a real answer. He will give it to you today. You have no longer to wait but to come to him now. He has green pastures for you to lie down in. He has rest for you beside still waters. He has a banquet that he's prepared for you in the presence of your enemies. Enemies such as weariness, anxiety, enemies like depression, enemies like the loss of joy and where sadness now has replaced it. He has a great place for one of us, and he's calling us into his place today. He says, come into my house, and I'll put a banner of love over you. Come on into my pavilion. I'll protect you here. My banner over you will be a banner of love. Friend, there's a safe place today. There's a hiding place in Jesus. And he calls us to come to that place. Now notice in the scripture, two times uh, for emphasis. Uh, he, he didn't need to say it twice. But he says, come to me all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That's verse 1. Then we drop down to verse 29. The part B, or the last part of verse 29, he said, For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Soul rest. The soul, what is that? That's the mind. That's the thought. That's where my passions are. That's where my intellect is. That's where I make contact with the world, and the world contacts with me. My soul, my soul needs rest. I'm tired physically, but there's something inside that needs rest first. And that's my soul. And there's where Jesus is the great physician. He's the doctor of the soul. And, and, and the rest is there that he will impart when, when we come to him. Now notice, he said, there's an invitation. There's a promise. But oh, now get this. Everyone in here get this. There's a responsibility. So far, we've been talking about him. Now let, he now talks about us just very briefly. He said to you and me, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. 
Now, what is he talking about a yoke? Anybody here know what a yoke is? Let me see. Oh, a few of you city slickers don't know what that is, do you? <laughs> a yoke. Uh, uh, oxen has yoke. Now, Jesus worked as a little boy and as he's grown up years, young adult years, in the carpenter shop, and he made yoke for oxen. He said, he has a yoke. He said, take my yoke. And the yoke goes around the shoulders and the neck for the oxen to, to pull the load. And some of you are pulling some heavy, heavy loads today, loads that you're no match to pull. You, you don't have the strength to pull it, but you're pulling it, but it's wearing you down and it'll wear you out very, very quickly unless you yoke up with Jesus and allow him to yoke up with you. Now he says this, he said, my yoke is easy. My yoke won't gall you. It won't burn your neck or, or gall your neck. Take my yoke upon you. That means take it. You have to reach out for it. He's not going to come and just put a yoke around your neck and, and drag you into his kingdom or into healing or into wholeness. No, he says you've got to take it. There it is, the greatest offer in all the world he's offering. And if we'll reach out, he'll put it right there for us. He said, I'm gentle, I'm meek. It's going to be easy. It's going to be so easy to receive. And the hardness that you've been going through and the difficulty, that's going to pass away. And he said, learn from me. So now I know what, what my yoke is. Yoke simply means sub submission. Submit. Okay, what am I submit to? He says, learn from me. Oh, I need to learn something. And when I learn something and apply that to my life, what I've learned, I have submitted to the Lord. I'm in the yoke. So you've heard the word today. Obey the word. Listen to the word. Let the word enter into your heart and submit to what you've heard. RSVP Jesus and his word will bless you. He said, learn of me. Become a follower of Jesus. It's, we want to come to this holy table, but it's more than coming here. It's saying, Lord, I'm a follower. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to follow you in my life, in my attitude, in my behavior, in my believing. I'm going to be submissive. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm going to be yoked up with Jesus. And Jesus is going to be yoked up with me. Come to this table. This is your, your coming to Jesus. This is your, your RSVP. Jesus has a life of joy, a life of peace, a life of of greatness, listen, the life Jesus gives fits well. The life Jesus gives is his yoke. The life Jesus gives is his yoke of submission, and that will fit you so very, very well. Actually, some of you, the life you're living now doesn't really fit well, and you're galled by it. Come to the Lord Jesus today and allow him to bless you. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. There's something we need to learn. We need to learn that he loves us, that he cares for us, that he's here to help us, and he's here to lift that burden and take the weariness away and impart strength to us. You have heard the invitation of Jesus. I'm finished. <laughs> now, let, let's read the conclusion. Jesus calls us to rest and peace. Let us respond to his invitation and experience the fulfillment of his promise. Come to me and I will give you rest.
There's a chorus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. Now, we've been looking at these problems. These problems, these weights, these burdens have been staring us right in the face. They've been looking us down. But today, we're going to turn our attention and our eyes away to Jesus. Jesus' invitation to take our problems and hardships in exchange for His blessings and peace is an offer you don't want to pass up. You can trust what the Lord says and know that He's right there with you and will offer rest and relief to all who seek Him. Go to Him in prayer and unload those burdens that are dragging you down, and He will give you peace. As we conclude today's program, I want to invite you to pray for the ministry of the healing word and ask God on our behalf to bless these messages as they minister to hearts all over our nation's capital area and the world. And if the Lord lays it on your heart, would you consider partnering with Pastor Morris in financially supporting this ministry? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. Be sure to tune in Monday at the same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until then, blessings on you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.